What is going on, guys? Welcome back. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 41. Today, we are going to hop right into it. This is going to be a little short mini episode, more than likely, as I'm on a little bit of a time crunch, but I wanted to drop some knowledge on you guys. How can you get started in real estate with little to no money? I don't want to say no money because it is doable, but obviously, it's better, it's easier to have a little bit of money, right? But like most people think, oh, you've got to have 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 plus thousand to be able to go and put down on a property and do your own renovations and do this and do that. You don't need that. You don't need to be able to do that. You just need to be able to know people that do have that money, right? We call it OPM, other people's money, okay? Getting started in real estate doesn't have to be that hard. Now, it's a challenge, guys. It's a challenge whether you're doing cold calling, direct mail, um, you know, maybe you get some leads from social media. You know, you do a let's um, starting to, I don't want to say become more mainstream, but it's, it's, I've noticed more people doing online leads. Uh, you can have VAs, you know, so it depends on your budget, right? Um, if you're on a little bit of a tight budget like I was and really after everything, I'm still working on some stuff so it's like you know if you don't have several thousand dollars to go hire someone or hire a va something like that pull some leads guys get some leads uh you don't need your llc right off the bat i suggest it but you don't necessarily need it okay you will need it eventually but at the beginning more so arguable um get some leads. You get leads from programs like PropStream, Batch Leads. Um, There's other programs, guys. It's all public data um, sourcing programs. You can get free leads from your county clerk's office. Now, don't don't quote me on this. It's different for some states and some counties, some cities, some some places. It's the county clerk. Some places it might be like a code enforcement. It might be something, right? Okay. So just look up like code enforcement office for your county or whatever county, um, tell them that your real estate investor or you work with real estate investors to like help improve the community, help, you know, bring those houses because guys, you have a purpose with this, with this, you're putting very little money down. You're doing what's called wholesaling. Okay. Getting leads regardless of how you get them. But if you do go through a code office, Hey, I work with real estate investors. We flip houses, try to help the community, right? Because imagine you're driving through a neighborhood. You got houses, or imagine you have a house right next to you that's run down. It's abandoned. It's, you know, the windows are like broke. The grass is overgrown. There's a car that's been sitting there so long that it's literally growing grass and there's possums in it, you know, stuff like that, right? You don't want that next to your house. You know, like it's going to bring down the value of your house, your neighborhood, and it doesn't look good, right? It's an eyesore, but it's okay because that's what we're for. We're going to take those um, property leads. We're going to call them. Guys, my biggest challenge has been cold calling, but I'm starting to love it. I'm starting to get where I like it. I don't want to say that I love it yet, but man, it works, guys. It works. You just got to build up to it. I've had the biggest fear of cold calling. We'll talk about it in another episode. Call those leads, get it under contract. You need to know how to run your numbers, okay? Run your numbers, 
Um, you'll take the ARV of the property. Guys, do not go by Zillow. I'm telling you right now, Zillow is not accurate. Okay, it might have a ballpark, but don't ever rely your numbers on Zillow. I've done that mistake. I know how to run my numbers properly now. I'm getting better at it, right? The more you do it, the better you'll get at it with anything. That's consistency. Consistency will bring you success. Discipline will bring you success. Um, know how to run your numbers. Guys, literally, I'm not going to explain it. Go look it up, um, like how to find the ARV of a property on a house. Or sorry, yeah, how to find the ARV of a house. Okay, it's pretty easy. You can do it for free. I actually run a lot of my numbers through Zillow. That's different, okay? I'm talking about Zillow will give value estimates on the house. Don't, don't look at that. I'm looking at sold data, okay? I'm, I'm using Zillow as a thing to look at sold data of houses that have sold within the past 30 to 90 days, okay? The more recent, the better. I would say up to 90 days, maybe like 120, but like, you know, the more recent, the better it is, but I'd say you could go up to like 120-ish. I'm trying to think what, uh, what the cap limit was, but you know, I don't know. <laughs> I blanked out so hard. I'm so sorry. The more recent, the better, guys. Get three or four properties. Com- um, take down how much they were sold for. Has to be like if you're looking for a three bed, two bath, don't comp it with a three bed, five bath, or a three bed, three, or something like that, right? There's a whole bunch of rules. I'm don't gonna. I'm not gonna get into. It's really hard to explain in a short time interval. But um, go look it up, YouTube. Literally, Google whatever you want to use. How to comp a property. How to comp or find the ARV of a house. Um, or find the ARV of a property and like really quick or soon, whatever. <laughs> it's easy. It's not hard once you learn it. Take that. Call those leads. Negotiate after you get the ARV. Factor in your repair costs. Um, your buyer... OPM, you guys remember we talked about that earlier. OPM, other people's money. Make sure it's okay with your buyer and your buyer still makes money, right? And then you're doing what's called an assignment. You're taking, that's what I, that's what I handle. You're factoring in how much do you want to make? 10, 20. It has to make sense. Every buyer is different. Could be 5,000, 10,000, 20,000, 25, 30. I've seen people do 60,000 on just an assignment deal. Um, but those are bigger properties, right? So it just depends. Run your numbers accordingly. Send off the purchase sell agreement to your, um, the, the seller, sorry, the owner of the house. I don't know why I blanked out so hard, guys. I'm sorry. Um, to your home seller after you've agreed on a price, fill it out. You can look all this stuff up, how to fill out a, a real estate purchase sell agreement. You can look out, um, real estate purchase sell agreements from, there's a bunch of different people out there that have them, guys, for um, wholesaling, for buying, investing, all that stuff. Different agreements for different stuff. So you can find those for free. Um, you don't have to freaking pay for those. You can get them for free. Join a real estate group on Facebook or something, and you can literally get them. Then you want to send your... Um, sorry, I'm trying to think. <laughs> trying to think. Your, um, your buyer's agreement, right, to your buyer. Um, guys, it's good to build relations with buyers. You can find your buyers on, I don't like Facebook, but Facebook, I have found some really cool people, guys. I've found some really cool buyers and real estate investors that are, I mean, the most genuine, kind-hearted people. Okay. There's going to be other wholesalers. There's good and bad people in the industry. 
but I've got some really cool real estate house flippers, rental owners, all that stuff, right? That I trust that I would be like, okay, if I get a deal under contract, I'm going to send it to them first. Say we lock the property up at 250, factor in everything, I resell it at 270, make 20k. You know, maybe maybe we negotiate with the buyer and he says, "Okay, well we need to take all 5k because you know, we notice there's a little bit more reno- renovations that are needed. Okay, you know, that's okay. We make 15, 15K on a deal. Send it off. Your buyer signs it. Um, goes to the title company. It's usually an earnest money deposit. Guys, on your contract, um, on your agreement, your purchase sale agreement, your first one, you can put five bucks, 10 bucks, 100 bucks, whatever. Um, everyone's okay with. It doesn't really matter. Um, it's different per deal, so I can't tell you exactly, but you could literally go put $5 on a um, purchase sale agreement and be perfectly fine. Um, so, yeah. Sorry. I'm trying to think, guys. I think really quick. You guys know this. If you've listened to my other episodes, I think really, really fast. So my <laughs> I try to keep up with the thought process of my brain, and it's, it's challenging. <sighs> but it's a work in progress, so it's okay. Um, send it off to the title company they handle all that for you closing day you guys you can have your inspection always have your inspection period too guys that's important in case it ends up you know being a bad deal you can get out of it you just cancel your contract everyone gets their money back it's okay okay so but given if it's a good deal send it off to the title company the numbers are right boom you've got a good deal just made 15 20k on right obviously there's some things in between that but that's how you can essentially get into real estate with very little money i mean we're talking maybe a few hundred dollars or maybe even a thousand right or more if you have a more bigger budget that's perfectly fine go ahead but in in the long term it's better than having to spend 30 40 50 thousand for a house to go out and flip it yourself